Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, August 9th, and we have completed week 31 of 2021. I'm super excited to let you know that Business Travel 360 is now on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an audio drop-in chat app that is available both on iPhone and Android. As it is in its beta stage, you need an invitation to access it. We would love to invite you as our guest. Check out all the details on businesstravel360.com slash clubhouse. Every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. UK time, we'll be hosting a room to discuss all the updates and business travel that I give you on this podcast. The cool thing about this is that you can bring your own updates, and we make the room interactive, full of discussion and comments. You can get all the details on businesstravel360.com slash clubhouse. Let's get to our headlines. Business travel's return from its COVID-19-induced standstill will pick up speed throughout the remainder of 2021, but it is likely to remain significantly below pre-pandemic levels for at least another year, and some types of travel may never return. This is according to a new study from Deloitte. The report is based on a survey of 150 U.S.-based travel managers and executives with travel budget oversight conducted from late May to mid-June, along with interviews with company executives whose 2019 air spend averaged $123 million. Based on that research, Deloitte projects U.S. business travel in the fourth quarter of this year to reach 25-35% to 35% of the level of the fourth quarter of 2019, a significant improvement from second quarter 2021 spending, which totaled just 10-15% to 15% of 2019 volume. Deloitte attributed the projected recovery to the reopening of corporate offices, which is set to increase this fall, along with continued improvement in vaccination rates. The potential easing of border restrictions would lend additional steam for faster recovery, while a significant outbreak in the U.S. or declining vaccination progress will hinder travel's return. Sabre CEO Sean Menke reported that a bookings recovery accelerated significantly in the second quarter with strong hotel reservations continuing to drive the rebound. We saw the strongest sequential improvement since quarter three of 2020, Menke told investors during the company's second quarter earnings call on Tuesday. As has been the case since the start of the recovery, hotel bookings were leading down 22% in July versus 2019. Although domestic leisure demand has propelled the U.S. recovery so far, Menke added that Sabre has seen corporate travel green shots. Sabre said North America bookings at travel management companies improved by 20% points versus April and currently sit at nearly 50% of 2019 levels. Still, Menke cautioned that some recovery trends regressed in July, citing impact from rising COVID case counts and concerns surrounding the Delta variant. Case counts have correlated with a near-term impact on booking, said Menke. The promising news is that as case counts and travel restrictions subside, the underlying travel demand trends continue to be encouraging, and we believe that the overall recovery arc remains positive. For the quarter, Sabre's bookings totaled $57 million, a 60% decline for the same period in 2019. American Airlines and Sabre are gearing for a September 17th showdown on the airline's request of a temporary injunction, which, if the airline gets its way, could block Sabre from using the new airline storefront or enacting value-based incentives for Delta airline sales. 
A Tarrant County, Texas court last week granted Americans' request for expedited discovery and scheduled next month's temporary injunction hearing well in advance for full trial that if proceeds is unlikely to begin for another year. Sabre, however, in a request to the court Monday asked the hearing to be moved to early November, a slightly more reasonable schedule giving the parties time to adequately prepare. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. COVID restrictions in Sydney and the knock-on effects of border closures in all other states and territories in Australia will see about 2,500 Qantas and Jetstar employee jobs eliminated. The company said that the decision will impact domestic pilots, cabin crew, and airport workers. According to the Qantas Group CEO, Alan Joyce, he said that Qantas has seen its domestic flying reduced from almost 100% of normal levels in May to less than 40% last month because of the lockdown. Not too much longer after United Airlines announced that all employees will have to get vaccinated starting in late October, Frontier Airlines also announced that all its employees must be vaccinated by October 1st. As with all policies, the consequence for non-compliance matters a great deal. Frontier Airlines isn't firing employees who do not get vaccinated, but instead, much like United Airlines, the airline will insist on regular COVID-19 testing for unvaccinated employees and plans to work with its unions on testing regimen. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control, CDC, warned on Monday against travel to Israel, France, Thailand, Iceland, and several other countries because of rising number of COVID-19 cases in those nations. The CDC has been adding to its highest level four as cases spread around the globe. The U.S. CDC added Israel, the West Bank, and Gaza, along with other places including Aruba, Eswatini, and French Polynesia. New York City will soon require proof of vaccination for people to enter indoor restaurants, gyms, and entertainment venues, a move endorsed by President Joe Biden, who on Tuesday continued to push for more Americans to get vaccinated. New York's new requirement, the first of its kind in a major U.S. city, will go into effect on August 16th, according to Mayor Bill de Blasio. The goal here is to convince everyone that this is the time. If we're going to stop the Delta variant, the time is now. When the United States does reopen to international travelers, it will only do so to those who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Reports this week, according to Reuters, broke the news citing that a White House official said that while the White House is eager to reopen borders, it has yet to do so because of the rise of infection rates caused by the Delta variant. What reopening will look like is still undetermined, but the official suggested that both a vaccine mandate for international visitors and a phased approach to reopening are in the works. Reacting to the news, the U.S. Travel Association, which has continuously pushed for a reopening of its borders, said that while the news is the first important step in resuming regular travel operations, the requirement is a step back. The European Union is expected to remove the United States from its list of sound countries in the coming weeks. That is in large part due to the surge in the U.S. of COVID-19 cases, but it is also politically motivated as the U.S. continues to ban visitors from Europe. That would mean that the EU recommends against allowing American visitors, however each country can set its own entry rules. Last month, American Airlines announced the temporary suspension of flights between LA and Sydney through September and October of this year. Recently, the airline has removed the route from its network from September through the summer of 2022. In July, the Australian government halved the caps of the number of passengers allowed to Australia, allowing only 3,500 passengers to travel to Australia each week through 2022. Japan has started a name and shame quarantine rule breakers policy. Japan has carried out a threat to 
publicly shamed people not complying with coronavirus border control measures, releasing the names of three people who have broken quarantine rules after returning from overseas. The health ministry said late on Monday that three Japanese nationals named had clearly acted to avoid contact with authorities after recently returning from abroad. The announcement, the first of its kind, sparked a flurry of speculation among Twitter users about the details of those identified, such as their jobs and locations. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Spirit Airlines CEO Ted Christie publicly addressed this week's operational meltdown for the first time, blaming more than 1,700 canceled flights on a variety of factors that left it short of pilots and flight attendants as August began. Bad weather at the end of July, at a time when flight crews start to run out of eligible hours to work, caused cancellations and tipped us over, he said. Pilots and flight attendants timed out, leaving the airline with no slack in its system and forcing cancellations. Things began to fall apart for spirit passengers starting Sunday, August 1st, and have gotten worse as the week dragged on. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Spirit cancelled more than 60% of all its flights. On Thursday, it cancelled close to 56% of all its flights. Christie said that the displaced flight crews were scattered around the country and it took time to bring them back and planes back into position. That is why the airline is resorting to heavy cancellations. Technology outages and crew scheduling didn't help. The bad news isn't over as cancellations will continue to happen. As of Friday, more than 44% of scheduled flights were cancelled. Long delays were reported at the border on Monday as Canada finally opened to fully vaccinated Americans for the first time in 16 months, causing a rush of travelers during the busy summer season and bottlenecks for a desperate tourism industry. Government data showed a seven-hour wait in Ontario and Minnesota crossings. Several crossings in Ontario and New Brunswick between the states of New York and Maine had wait times of over three hours. Canada barred all leisure travel from the United States in March of 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but as of August 9, 2021, fully vaccinated Americans are now able to enter Canada. There is finally a Hyatt Regency at JFK Airport. As of August 11, 2021, reservations are now open for the four-star hotel, which will be eight stories and features 400 rooms. The hotel will be New York City's only casino hotel, and it will feature all sorts of amenities, including restaurants, conference, meeting space, and of course, gaming areas. The hotel is owned by Genting Americas, which is investing roughly $400 million in the development of the property. Delta Airlines and Air Canada have gone ahead and extended everyone's status again. American, after offering several promotions, is letting everyone keep their status for $2,000 in travel spend or $15,000 in credit card spend during defined periods. American Airlines and United Airlines are still trying to press elites into service for 2021 revenue, but there's only so much that can be done because business travel hasn't returned and the Delta variant of COVID-19 is slowing its return. Large companies and corporate travel buyers are going to have to be more conservative about pushing employees back into the office and ultimately onto the road. As of Wednesday, travelers within 24 hours of their flight can make standby requests via Delta's app or website for a flight between the same airports departing on the same day at no cost, even if they ultimately are confirmed for that flight. The standby option is available only if another seat in the same fare class is not available at the time of the request. If a seat is available, customers can book a confirmed seat on the flight for $75, but do not need to pay any fare differential. SkyMiles Diamond Platinum Gold Medallion members can still confirm same-day changes at no cost. And now in some technology news. 
SAP Concur has launched a new integration capability that enables purchases made by Amazon Business to flow directly into Concur Expense, available for free to U.S.-based Concur customers via the SAP Concur App Center. The integration is designed to reduce the time and effort required for employees to track receipts and manually enter procurement purchases into the expense system, while also increasing the accuracy for data captured for such purchases according to Concur. In addition to Concur Expense, Amazon Business can also be integrated directly with American Express Global Business Travel's Neo One, the small and mid-sized enterprise-focused expense and purchasing platform that GBT last week announced would expand in the U.S. after launching in the U.K. Meetings technology provider Cvent has launched Cvent Studio, a video capture and production solution built for virtual and hybrid events, the company announced on Monday at its annual Connect conference in Las Vegas. The product was designed to enable event planners to easily create and deliver broadcast quality live or pre-recorded video for webinars, virtual events, and hybrid meetings, according to Cvent. Planners will have the ability to pre-build each segment before going live and use streamlined presenter tools. CVEN Director of Product Management, Stephen Bowles, who led the studio's development during the conference, said anyone who works with events can use the tool. And CVEN developed it to build something event planners and marketers who work on communication teams will feel comfortable working on the tool. In some very interesting news, Emirates Airlines announced that it has a new promotion that is called Earn a Mile a Minute in Dubai. When you buy an Emirates airline tickets to travel to Dubai, you can earn a bonus mile for every minute that you're there. The longer you stay, the more miles you can earn. This requires a minimum stay of 24 hours, and they don't award miles for just connecting in the city. You must enroll and register by March 31st, 2022. You can view all the details and the links at businesstravel360.com slash deals. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.